Welcome to the Michigan Business Network. This is Media Business, and I am Tony Conley. And we've got a special interview with someone I've known uh, quite a while now, uh, Hondo Carpenter. His current role is as the beat writer for Sports Illustrated for the Las Vegas Raiders. Notice how I didn't go Oakland on you, Hondo. I went Las Vegas. How are you, my friend? Hey, for us Michigan guys, that's hard not to do. I heard Mark Davis, the owner, yesterday and twice privately talked with him. I actually called him Oakland. And we were both laughing at it. He goes, hey, I'm not saying I haven't done it a few times either. All right. Well, before we start, Honda, I want to give a little background on you because I think we kind of came up at the same time. Hondo started uh, with a service that covered Michigan State athletics, mainly football and basketball, but other sports, too. And he took that business uh, into TV and radio. I can remember when he was working at, I believe it was Channel 53 uh, here in Lansing, and all the big dogs were making fun of him and dogging him out, and who's this guy, all of a sudden starting to blow up. And Hondo was at that for a long time. He built this media conglomerate of print, of radio, of television. And for us who love Michigan State, he just did a phenomenal job. And uh, that has led him into other areas. And Hondo, I want you to tell your story, if you will, of your humble beginnings, because I think it's a very cool story. Really just, I grew up around Michigan State. My dad, you know, was in business in East Lansing. So I was around Michigan State. I don't have any memories in my life that don't involve from the earliest ages of Michigan State. The earliest memory I have in my life was us rushing home from a Michigan State football game to go pheasant hunting. Back when Michigan had a lot of pheasants, that's how old it was. But I was so young that I was maybe did four or five, six you know, trips on one cornfield. And I got tired and I held onto his back and then he put his jacket on to hold me in. I was so little, like he could carry me. And so for me, Michigan State's a passion. I still love it. I'm proud to call Tom Mizzoway and not just a friend but a great friend. I feel the same way about Mark Hollis and so many other people at the university that I'm close with. So for me to not cover Michigan State to have left and take a job, I had several job offers. I think at one point I stopped counting at 15 or 16, you know, where I could have left. And But to me, it was this was a great step, a natural step to go to the NFL and to cover the Raiders. I'm very happy to be here. What made you choose the Raiders from the other opportunities besides it being an NFL iconic institution, if you will? Well, because I had felt like that this is where I needed that moving to Vegas was a place that I wanted to do for some other areas, things in my life. And no, not gambling, but being out here. And so it was a fit for me. And, you know, one of the things that I think media people make too many mistakes is it's always about the next job. And that's not how I've operated. It wasn't how I was raised. And so it's not just the next job. It's finding a right fit. I'll give you a classic example. Butch Jones is one of my very best friends in the world. And I met him through Rich Rodriguez, the former Michigan coach, when he was at West Virginia. Butch and I became friends. He was an assistant for Rich. And he goes and takes the central job and went up there every week because I was sports director for ABC 53 and interviewed him every week in Mount Pleasant. And through that, then, you know, we became close friends and my son began to call him uncle. And I began to know so many of his players 
and hang around him. Then he makes the move to Cincinnati, and it was great. And I remember him, and we stayed super close. We talked every day on the phone, and we're close friends. And then I remember when he was thinking about taking the Tennessee job, and he called me, and no one even at that point knew he had even interviewed and, you know, he says, hey, I want you to talk to me about this. I want you to pray to me about this. What are you thinking? And in my life, I've watched a lot of people who jump for the sake of jumping. This was the thing that was so funny is my critics would say, oh, what an idiot. He doesn't know anything. Well, that's fine, but I'm still getting those interviews. And if you're still getting those interviews, that should tell you, well, maybe he does know something. Because people that they respect, they're not talking to and I had lots of opportunities to leave. And each one, no, this is home. This is where I want to be. This is this is home for me. This is where. And so it was not waiting for just any opportunity. So many people want to be proven that they're willing to jump. I loved Michigan. I still do. You know, it's home for me. My family's there. I love it. This was an opportunity for me that was the right one. And I think too many people, Tony. And you know, you've been around a long time. You've had lots of opportunities. And it's not just taking an opportunity. It's this is the right fit. I'll give you a great example. Look at Tim Stout. You know, Tim could have went a lot of places. And you know what? This was home to him. And he stayed there at Channel 10. And he had a great career for himself. And I just think sometimes you see a lot of people who jump for the wrong reasons. And it's not just, it's just about money. It's quality of life. And... Uh, I, I was careful. Uh, when we come back, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Tom Izzo. I'm going to share a story with you, and I'm sure you have a story or two for me. This is the Michigan Business Network. This is Media Business. We're talking with Hondo Carpenter, who is the beat writer for Sports Illustrated for the Las Vegas Raiders. And we'll be right back. a home equity line of credit because frequent watering of your house plants may be recommended now can we get a new roof not so much the rest of the house want the best rates for a home equity line of credit ask for LaughQ stop in today or go to laughq.com slash home equity LaughQ your credit union for life Welcome back to the Michigan Business Network. This is Media Business. I'm Tony Conley. We're talking with Hondo Carpenter. Hondo, I wanted to talk a little bit about Tom Izzo because I've got a kind of an interesting background with him. I want to tell you two quick stories. One, the first time I really got tight with Tom was I was working at Channel 10 with Tim Stout in sports. And I got caught on an elevator with Tom and they had just won a basketball game. I can't remember which one it was, but it was him and I. And he was just beside himself. He was really upset. And he said some things about his team on there. That I can't use that language in this pod. But it just I found it so interesting of what he was saying after a victory. It wasn't so much 
the win. It's how he wants them to play, win or lose. And I ended up sitting in with him in his office for a few minutes. And I listened, you know, I listened. He was venting a little bit, but I was learning a lot more about his process. And I got to know Tom kind of through a different way. At the time I was in school and was just starting to get into the media at the Lansing State Journal. I uh, worked for a DJ company and I worked with another DJ who knew uh, Lupe Izzo's brother. And so I got invited to go to Tom's house to watch the final four. And it was the Detroit game. And so I watched two games there. So here I am in his house. I don't think he really knows who me and my wife, Julie, and my two boys are. But it was just a great time being around that family atmosphere. And he opened up his home, you know, uh, he just said, hey, brothers and sisters, whoever you want to invite, just invite, you know. And so that's how I got to know Tom way beyond basketball. It was just more of the way he wanted his guys to be, his family to be. And I found that fascinating and inviting. I tell people all the time, Tom Izzo is one of the most genuine people I've ever met. What you see behind the camera is what you see on the camera. I think that can also be work against them, and, and I'll explain what I mean. If Tom Izzo is going to scream and yell at a player, he'll do it with a camera around because he's not going to be fake. The problem is, is that people don't see all the hugs and kisses and time that he loves people, and he, he's there. I tell this story so many times that Tom laughs every time he hears it. But one time, Michigan State played a noon game. The game's over. I write my stories, put up my video, and I had a driver take me to the airport. I had to go out of town to speak at a meeting. And so I went and spoke at a meeting in another state, flew home, and I get to my car, and it's probably three or four in the morning in Michigan. And when I had left, he was sitting on his couch with one of his players. And when I got back, he was still on that couch was that same exact player who was going through some stuff in his personal life. So I love Tom. I don't have a bad word in my vocabulary to say about Tom. If anybody has anything bad to say about Tom, I would suggest they not make that comment to me. And uh, I just love him dearly. And I'm proud to call him a friend. It's interesting how good his memory is. He was at a golf outing this summer and my oldest son's girlfriend worked at that golf course and they started talking a little bit and she said, Hey, my boyfriend's father does a podcast and was in the media for a long time. And Tom said, who is he? She said, it's Tony Conley. He goes, Oh yeah, I know Tony. Tell Tony to give me a call sometime. I did give Tom a call and he was the first guest that I had on the podcast. That comes from a guy who I haven't really seen face to face in about four years. So I found that very interesting. And Hondo, I want to jump to a topic From your perspective, how does the media, and especially the media in the state of Michigan, what's the differences between the way they cover Michigan and Michigan State when it comes to sports and maybe even news? First of all, I have a real problem with today's modern media, and I'm going to explain what I mean. When I came on the scene, I would take and post entire press conferences, which you know did not happen, and I had a lot of people in the mid-Michigan media that didn't like the fact that I went everywhere and I drove a lot of places because I could get back. I didn't want to be a guy that was gone three days to a game in Purdue. So if the game in Purdue was an eight o'clock game, let's say it was an eight o'clock game Thursday, a lot of guys would fly out on Wednesday night and come back on a Friday. 
Well, I would work until three o'clock or so on Thursday, drive straight to Purdue, cover the game, turn on, drive and come back. And then I would put all the video up and it changed mid-Michigan media. And I've had more than one person reference to me how it changed the coverage. And I'm going to say this, in our media culture today, if you are a Republican, you go to Fox News. If you're a Democrat, you go to MSNBC or CNN. And I don't think that's healthy for America. I think people want to be told what to think and people want to be told from people they agree with. Well, that doesn't help us. We've got to be able to listen to people. And whether you like a president or don't like a president, listen to them. Don't let them, others tell you what the president said. Make your own decisions. And I think it's that a lot of the media, certainly not all, That's why I kind of like the rise of a podcast, but certainly not all. But a lot of the media has led to the dumbing of America, where people no longer can have an opinion. I'll give you a great example of that. Hold on, Hondo. Let's put a check there. I want you to pick that up. i got to take a quick break. You're listening to Hondo Carpenter. He's with us here on Media Business. I am Tony Conley, and this is the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. And welcome back to the Michigan Business Network. This is Media Business. We're talking with Hondo Carpenter, who's the beat writer for Sports Illustrated for the Las Vegas writers. And Hondo, you were making a point. Uh, We were talking about the media and how the media may cover Michigan and Michigan State, especially uh, at a time where you had to ask Mark D'Antonio some tough questions. I want you to continue your thought. I'll give you an example. Anytime Michigan State and Michigan compete in anything, I bleed green. Okay. But I have friends who have children that are living today because of the University of Michigan Hospital. You don't have to like somebody, you know, at Michigan when it comes to athletics. But this, I hate everything Michigan. Let me tell you, I used to be that way. But when you grow up and mature and you realize hate's a really, really strong word. And, And do I make fun of Michigan? All the time. It's easy to do. They're a punching bag. (laughs) <laughs> respect for that university and, and i got great respect for the people there tom Izzo once said it's un-american to not hate your rival but i know for a fact tom Izzo. i mean he while wanting to kill michigan and i bet he got in the elevator after this last butt whipping mad that they left two or three points on the court <laughs> but at the end of the day we've tribalized ourselves to where we can't anymore think for ourselves and that's concerning to me. At Michigan State, as you know, I'm the one that had Mark D'Anconio said I asked a dumbass question because I asked him a really tough question. And I won't get into all the details, but he knew the question was coming. And there was a point where Mark D'Anconio and I were very close friends. He admitted that. He said that to people publicly and privately. But when Mark D'Antonio's decisions hurt Michigan State, I had to ask tough questions. That's our job. 
That's what we're supposed to do. And we're not to be cantankerous, but we're supposed to ask right decisions. I'm going to give you another example. You may remember years ago, I know you'll remember it, Tony, but I went on the air. Michigan State was looking for a football coach and talked about Tom Izzo being a surprise candidate. And I got viscerated. And the amazing thing to me was, is Tom has never, nor will he ever deny the accuracy of that story. And I've said to people on numerous occasions, okay, you want to attack me? Tom Izzo's everywhere. Go up and ask him, did Honda lie? Go up and ask him. Now, it's funny how many of those critics, if they have done it, they just don't say anything and or haven't done it because they don't want truth. It's just eviscerate them. But he had been. He was already looking at it. That's a fact. It's a fact. Everything I said was 100% factual. Everyone's saying, Hondo shouldn't be credentialed. He embarrassed the university. Well, guess what? I covered him for another, I think it was 12 years, 10 years, however long it was. And why? Because I reported accurately. And I think that one of the things that bothers me about media today is it's who's first, not who's accurate. And we want to rush and get stuff out there, you know, because dear God, what if we're not the first one? Well, I think people appreciate reporters who are accurate. Be accurate. Tell the truth. Be accurate. And so when you watch sometimes, there's a lot of people who cover Michigan, and I'm friends with several of them, but who've been told, yeah, we don't do that. You know, our advertisers, and we don't do that. We don't ask the tough questions. I think there's a lot of people at both schools who just want to get along. It's not a lot of heavy, tough reporting. You know, I used to laugh because people would say, that, well, Hondo and Mark D'Antonio are close. It's why Hondo's a fluff reporter. Well, but when things got bad, I absolutely did report it because you had to. It's just sometimes there's not a lot of bad. And I think when you look at media today, it should get back to, we don't have to tell people what to think. Give them the information to let them think. And I think that's brightly, brutally important, whether it's sports or politics. I think the media has hurt America by doing that. Hondo, I got about 30 seconds left. How can we be better in the media? I just think the media needs to get back to telling the story. You know, everybody can pick up a newspaper or go online or use their phone and see the score of a Raiders game. And I cover the Raiders the same way I did Michigan State. I tell the stories of the people. That's what people want to know. And people want to know the stories. They care about that stuff. It matters to them. And I just think the media needs to really tell the story and let people decide. We don't need to be telling people what to think. Give them the information. I believe in the American people. I'm an optimist on America. I love America and I love the American people. And regardless of where they are politically, spiritually, race, gender, doesn't matter. I believe in them. Give them the information. Let them come up with their own opinion. Hondo Carpenter, born and bred here in our great state of Michigan, now covers the Las Vegas Raiders for Sports Illustrated. Hondo, I miss you so much. I tell you what, buddy, it looks like me and a group of friends are going to be heading out that way when I know I'm going to. You and I are going to get out and have the biggest steak we can find. I look forward to tell Julian the kids hi. When you come out, give me enough heads up. Maybe I can save you some money. You can stay at my house. I got plenty of room. All right. Sounds good, buddy. I'll talk with you soon. Thanks, Ben. That's Hondo Carpenter. You've been listening to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. We'll see you next time.